Welcome to Code Red Talk with Lady Narlene McLaughlin. What is Code Red? Glad you asked. It is building a culture of debt reduction by spiritual renewal, education, and discipline. This podcast will help you to shift your finances and gain physical and spiritual health. So listen closely as Lady Narlene gives you the tools that are needed to break cycles and put us on the right path for success. Sit back, relax, and take mental notes as we dive into the Code Red Talking Podcast with Lady Narlene McLaughlin. Hello, hello, hello. We are back with another episode of Code Red Talk. We're here with Lady Narlene. Hello, hello, hello. And Minister Pat Taylor. Hello, Miss Hello. Welcome to the show. We are so excited to have you here. Thank you. To talk about such an amazing topic. Now, um, you are our lead here at the Potter's House International Ministries for Intercessory Prayer. You've been a part of the ministry. How long have you been a part of the ministry? About 24 years now. 24 years and um, prayer is 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 what you do you are a servant at heart yes but but prayer and intercessory prayer in particular is is um, your forte in 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 what you do well and you've taught on the topic and you've shared on the topic you've led in the ministry on the topic so we're really excited to have you here to talk about prayer amen amen that's good Amen. But Amen. before we jump into it, oh. I have the code red. Quick question for today, and it is: Do you have a prayer routine? And if so, what is it? Mm. Dun dun dun. We'll start with Lady. Go ahead. Sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know the Bible talks about praying without ceasing, and then I'll to always pray and all of that, and that's my my mantra. I I try to keep my mind stayed on the Lord at all time and I'm prayerful at all times. And he says, acknowledge him in all your ways. That mean, ask me, talk mm-hmm. to me. Yep. And so, yeah, I wake up first thing in the morning and I am talking to the Lord. You know, that's, that's a must. I, when I open my mouth, it's going to be, thank you, Jesus. Okay, Lord, you know, guide my footsteps today, you know, all that, that routine thing. But I try to, to model the Lord in that I'm daily in an attitude of prayer you know, as I, I'm shopping and I'm like, okay, Lord, which one do you want me to get? Okay, God, what mm-hmm. is going to be better for me today? Everything from grocery shopping to clothing shopping. Okay. I mean, okay, Lord, what do I need to eat this week? I mean, you know, just literally. And God is this modest. I don't want to wear this to somebody. Show me, lead me, you know, is this a good bargain? Whatever. I just right. constantly communicate. That's what prayer is. Just in constant communication with God. Mm-hmm. And so we want to lock him in a box and God meet me here at three o'clock. He's like, well, first of all, you don't set your appointment time with me. I, I said that those I'm here appointed already. times. Right, you know? right, 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 right. So I just try to maintain a, just a, a lifestyle of prayerfulness. Okay, a lifestyle of prayer. I like that, Minister Pat. I um, I I, I like to meet God early in the morning. That's mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite times of the day. I'm a morning person, so mm-hmm. you know, five o'clock in the morning, I can hit the ground. I'm ready to go. But another thing I I like to do is um, I do what called what's called prayer walking. Mm-hmm. I have a, I live in a nice neighborhood and I uh, like to get up and put my sneakers on and okay. just get out and walk and the air's cool and everything's quiet and I, I can just get in touch with God there and I pray mm-hmm. for my neighbors. Mm-hmm. I do prayer walking in my neighborhood and mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I really like and it just sets the tone of my day mm-hmm. because when I spend that first seed time with the Lord in the, the first part of the day, then 
my steps are ordered and my day, even though you have challenges, everybody have challenges during their yep, day. Exactly. But it's, it's like lady said, very similar, that lifestyle of prayer, the connection is always there. Mm-hmm. And, and I say, I, I never hang up the phone. Mm-hmm. I never, I never hang up the phone with God. It's a constant that. connection and it yeah. starts uh, the first part of my day. You know, that. the good thing about that too, Sister Pat, it, it's, you know, prayer is like strategy. Yeah. strategizing for the day yeah yes. you know you like you just don't jump up like okay let me go this dude because yes. there are assigned demons waiting on you mm. and if you don't stop and okay god give me the plans you know you know what's going to happen so give give me the blueprint yes you mm-hmm. know lay it out for the day and uh that's just the wonderful thing about prayer and and yeah. so many people take lightly or for granted uh again if you're maintaining that open line at any time, you know, is not he's not going to get a, a okay. I can't get through right now. You know? <laughs> busy, a busy signal. signal. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. leave a message. No, no. It's like keep it open at all times, so God can speak to you, and you know that you're in a posture to be able to listen and hear Him. Yes. I like that. I um, I'm, I'm also very similar. I talk to God all the time and it's very conversational and sometimes people will be in the car with me and I'm like Lord just mm-hmm. be a good parking spot like I just <laughs> yeah, because day. I really don't feel like walking I, and, and some, I actually had somebody in the car with me like did you really just ask God <laughs> yeah. for a good parking spot yeah, I yeah. sure did because <laughs> he cares about me and he is concerned yep. Because it is hot outside, and, and I, said, I don't want to watch. Everything acknowledge me. I don't yes. think he's just talking. He said, "No, in everything." Yes, you, you talk to me about it. Yes, mm-hmm. seek me. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I, I find that when I can talk to him about the little things, then yes. I can also mm-hmm. talk to him about the big yep. things, or the things yep. that are bothersome, or the things that I don't necessarily yep. want to acknowledge or talk about. Yep. But that opens that door. Yep. And so, for me, a couple years ago, I started actually writing prayers, and mm-hmm. that's been really good for me because mm-hmm. when I'm, especially if I'm praying for people or people ask me to pray for them then I can kind of keep track of you know oh god you did that oh wait a second you turn that completely around or you know god I don't understand how you answered that prayer but you did and Mm so that's been very good for me just in strengthening my faith so yeah um, so yeah so that's my little yeah my little my little routine but but yeah so you talked a little bit lady about prayer but um I want to for our listener wherever they are in their in their walk with Christ kind of start at the beginning and just what what is prayer we we kind of mentioned it's being a conversation yeah. with God or communing with God but can you talk a little bit about that yeah and and that's so critical that we know what it is because yeah. so many people don't mm-hmm. they offer up yeah. God crisis mm-hmm. you know SOSs mm-hmm. oh God help me oh God this and they mm-hmm. think they pray yeah you know but prayer is much more than that mm-hmm. it is you know back and forth communication with mm-hmm. your heavenly father mm-hmm. you know having that line open keeping it open because there are things that will close the line and it will shut it down mm-hmm. and knowing what they are and so it's that constant communication is not just you talking to God because quite often you'll talk to people who don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ who'll say oh I talk to God every day mm-hmm. and you say that's all well and good you know but does he talk back <laughs> you know whatever uh, you know and do you hear right, him right. Uh, because that's that also the hearing him part is what so many people leave out mm-hmm. I talk to God every day no 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 the most important part is is he talking to you and what is he saying and are you hearing him mm-hmm. Because if all you're doing is talking to him and he's not talking back or you're not hearing or receiving what he's saying, yeah. then those are just idle words. Mm-hmm. 
those are just words going into the air. But it must be a, a dialect back and forth between mm-hmm. God and you. I think the back and forth is the piece. And sometimes I think nowadays we get so accustomed to just, I'm going to call it word vomit, right? Like we just spill yeah. it and yeah. we just say yeah. whatever. And we're not listening yeah, either in the natural. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it spills over to the, the spiritual. You, yeah. you, you just spill it out and you don't listen in the spiritual either. And that becomes a hindrance. And, and it's built on relationship too. Mm-hmm. Someone you have a relationship with, you, you communicate. Mm-hmm. And I, I like to say prayer should be as natural as breathing. Mm-hmm. It should be the breath we breathe because yep. God is just that close to us and he wants that level of communication and it develops our relationship with him where, like you said, lady, you don't have to be in a particular place or a particular posture. Mm-hmm. It can be walking down the street at any time in the store. Mm-hmm. God wants to hear from us, but our relationship with him is made deeper and stronger the more we communicate with him mm-hmm. and allow him to speak to us. Yeah, You know how people say, too, they just... They hate prayer. It's hard. Yes. You know, it takes a lot Talk of energy. Mm-hmm. Well, if you love a person, it's like you said, you have a deep relationship with them. You're going to talk all night. Yep. <laughs> You're going to be on the phone all night or texting yes. all night yes, all day. because you have this deep relationship and you love one another. And so if mm-hmm. we say we love God mm. and we have this relationship with him, you're going to want to talk to him all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't get that when, when they say, you know. I will say I was one of those people that I didn't like praying in front of other people mm-hmm. and I, I didn't mind praying alone right I didn't that was that was fine but it was when we were like in a group and it'd be like okay well Tiffany you want to pray no mm-hmm. because I was caught up in what everyone was hearing mm-hmm. versus me talking to the audience of one and it being a real conversation with God and so I went and I, I read a book because I, I didn't have a strategy. I didn't have a strategy of prayer. I just knew to talk to God, but I yeah. didn't know that there were different types of prayers mm-hmm. or yes. different ways to pray or things that would shut, mm-hmm. I'm going to say shut God's ears, but you know, things that would, would shut communication. With mm-hmm. Yeah. Interfere yeah. with what I was you know trying to convey and what I was trying to listen to. And I wasn't listening. So, yeah. um, it took, I had to learn, but I was one of those people that I was like, Mm-mm, don't ask me. to." Mm-mm. And unfortunately, many people are not taught, you know, they come into a relationship with Christ. And if they are not nurtured and, mm-hmm. and really mentored to be able to lay down that foundation of prayer in your life, which is so critical, you mm-hmm. know, that you do understand the importance and the power of prayer mm-hmm. early in your walk. Otherwise, you're going to you're gonna get ensnared a lot. You're going to fall a lot because you won't understand. Uh, for example, new Christians, you know, new Christians are going to falter a lot. They're going to make mistakes. They're mm-hmm. going to sin. They're going to trip up. Mm-hmm. And if they don't understand that they can freely go to God, mm-hmm. they don't have to hide, run and hide. And I feel like I messed up and mm-hmm. God's not going to hear me and God's not mm-hmm. there for he me. Hears no. you. Oh, mm-hmm. he's yeah. there all the time waiting yeah. for you to commune Wait. with him, and, yeah. you know, and so. It's, it's critical that we lay that foundation of prayer, what it is, mm-hmm. how to be effective in your prayer, how to get through to God so that we can grow to be strong, healthy Christians. I think that's a really good place to start, right? Yeah. So for that listener that's there that's saying um, whether they're a new convert or they're a new believer or they've been in church a long time and they're like, I, I didn't learn how to pray. What mm-hmm. are the basics of prayer? Minister Pat? Uh, I think first is is built on relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, it's built on, you know, the Bible says he that comes to God must believe that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Mm-hmm. So we've got to know, first of all, that God, you want me to talk to you. <laughs> and when we open that up, then prayer becomes 
uh, demystified, if I could say that word, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the fact that it's not a spooky, deep, mm-hmm. spiritual. A lot of people, uh, particularly new Christians, they think, well, you know, I've not been right, so I can't come to God. No, that's the time when you need to come to him. So we need to realize, number one, that God wants to hear from us. The Bible says the Lord hears the cry of his people. He wants, just like any good parent would want their child to come to them first Mm. with any concern, however minute or insignificant it might seem. Mm -hmm. God wants his people to come to him with whatever it is. One of my sayings is, don't worry about it. Pray about it. Mm. Pray about it. Whatever it is. And on any level of spirituality, you don't have to be deep and spiritual and mm-hmm, spooky mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. no. You can come to him freely and open mm-hmm. and knowing he will in no wise cast us out. I love that. I love and that. And the good thing about it as, as a new Christian or someone that may have been saved for a while, but still don't really understand prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, you may not be able to articulate what it is you really want to say to God. Or yes. You may not be so skilled and prolific in doing uh, yes. oral prayers uh, oral before prayers. others. Yes. It doesn't matter. When you look at a child, when a child is learning to talk mm. to their parents, they can be just babbling on and on and on, just talking. And <laughs> some kind of way that parent understands what they're saying. Yes. And that parent is like, okay, all right. You know, and everybody mm-hmm. said, well, what did he say? He said he wants his bottle. You know, but that parent <laughs> right, right, will right. understand can interpret, what can interpret. that child is exactly, saying. Exactly. And that's the same way God is with us. We yes. may think, well, why should I go? I don't even know what to say myself. And I know I'd be just talking in circles. And God just, I, God, I know you don't. Yeah, I've heard people say to God, I know you don't understand right now. And you're like, He's you God. Say, it's God. Yeah. Right. So. <laughs> Who knows everything? I'm and sure. understands knows it all. everything. You, you, you can't yes. understand what I'm going through right now, God. And he's like, okay, yeah. Sometimes but, we <laughs> limit we limit God to our level of ability yeah, and understanding, yeah, we and we've got to realize He's greater than that. Absolutely. He's not on our level Absolutely. of of ability. Absolutely. He's far greater, and He can He can interpret. But that but that's also the work of the Holy Spirit. The mm-hmm. Holy Spirit yeah. will it will get there, and when you don't know what to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It'll it'll get that communication. And through. God still knows. Mm-hmm. knows. He's just moaning and groaning and crying. He's weeping all night long. He hasn't said a word. He with knows. your physical verbal mouth, you mm-hmm. know. But God said, I hear your heart, sweetie. Mm-hmm. I hear it. I hear everything you're saying. Yep. And so that's the yep. beauty of it. It's just awesome. Yeah. I love that. Now we talked a little bit about the impact or the power of prayer, but um, let's just for that for that listener who doesn't really understand um, how how prayer how powerful prayer is what what should they know well it starts with what sister pat started off with saying that they must first believe mm-hmm. because so many people can pray all night long mm-hmm. get up walk away go back out in the day fearful doubtful you know you prayed six hours and now you say well i hope it happens i wonder if it's going to happen i'm just you know you know mm-hmm. so a big mm-hmm. part of prayer is believing mm-hmm. that you're going to receive what you've asked god for mm-hmm. because he promised in his word that you would yep. if you would have faith yep. but no we want to just like i said we have these midnight shut-ins and all this stuff and still go out there and don't trust god to do what mm-hmm. he said he would do and 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 it's it's not going to happen. I tell people that your your words and what you say are a really clear indication of what you think and what you believe. Mm-hmm. And so I think to that yeah. point, when you pray and say, okay, God, I'm believing in you for, you know, for a way out of this. And then you turn around and say, but I don't know if God going to do yeah. it. You cancel, yeah. you right. cancel that you out. Wasted words. You just, right. you, just, you, just yeah. you did waste words. And so right. I think we as believers have to remember, hey, when we give God our, our worries or we give them give him our problems 
we really have to leave it there and trust that he's going to take care of it in his own in his own way. You asked about the steps earlier, and that's mm-hmm. one of the steps in the process of prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, you must believe that he is. Mm-hmm. You must know how to pray. There are yep. different forms of prayer for different things and all that. You have to know mm-hmm. how to pray. Mm-hmm. And then when you pray, you must believe. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe, that's a part of that step, the steps to getting your prayers answered. Mm-hmm. And then even when he answer again, like Rhoda in the ones in the book of Acts, yep. you got to believe that it was him that moved and answered. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was so lucky. Oh, I mean, you know, that, yes. what? what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can't give luck the glory. What? You have to give God yeah. the glory. Yes. You got to believe that, that he did it. And so there are steps to it. It's not just throwing some words up in the air and then I hope it happens. And, oh, I don't yeah. know if it's going to happen or not. It's like, no. You, I, th- you I think one it. of the um, steps in prayer is we're, we're such um, visual you know, human beings. And we tend to judge God's uh, move by what we can see or feel mm-hmm. or the change of the situation. But prayer puts you in a level where I can leave that thing to God. And even if I don't see the manifestation of mm-hmm. it now, I can walk in assurance to know mm-hmm. that I've given it to God and he's going to work it out. Yeah. And like you said, Tiffany, you can leave it there mm-hmm. and, and walk in that assurance regardless of what the, the outcome or what it looks yeah. like at the yeah. moment. Yeah. And to know that when you when you really begin maturing God in your prayer life, you begin to understand that he doesn't answer the way you want it. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> he just yes. does not. How we many times have we prayed and God, mm-hmm. we're still praying, you know, five years later, God said, I answered that prayer in 2002. Yep. Yes. And you're still praying for it. I, but God, no, you didn't. No, you didn't say, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. But you want me to give you what you want. And mm-hmm. I gave you what you need. Mm-hmm. I remember when my aunt was, and this was right when I got saved. And my aunt had been battling cancer for about a year. And I got saved and right towards the end of her, her battle. And I began to pray, God, save my aunt. I believe you can do it. I just believe you can just heal or raise her up. And she died. And me being a young Christian, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh, my God, mm-hmm. you didn't answer my prayer. Mm-hmm. I just believed you were going to do it. I trust you were going to do it. And God was like, he did. I did. Mm-hmm. I healed your aunt. Completely. I healed her. Mm-hmm. She was not saved at the time. Mm-hmm. And on her deathbed, she cried out to the Lord. Mm-hmm. She accepted Praise Christ. God. She went out speaking in mm-hmm. tongues, praising God. Praise Mary God. never went to church. Mm-hmm. She was a good person, mm-hmm. house mom, you know, stayed at home, raised the kids with her husband. But she, she didn't go to church, didn't really have a personal relationship with Christ. But on that sick bed, God allowed her to linger long enough for her to call on him. Mm-hmm. And she went out telling the pastor, please tell my children they need to get saved. They need to accept oh, Christ wow. as a Savior. That's you know, powerful. I heard that bed. And my so God. when I heard that, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, you mm-hmm. did answer mm-hmm. my prayer. You made her yep. every widow. Mm-hmm. Yep. You covered you covered it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes. And so we've got to understand that when you pray, if he says he's going to, he's going to answer mm-hmm. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's going to do it whether you ever see it the way you were looking for it or not mm-hmm. when you rest in that to know that oh, God's already taking care of that mm-hmm. and that's why we who have that faith and that hope we can say stuff like this say oh God's already taking care of that and they go what do you mean he's already taking mm-hmm. care of that I still got these bills and you say God's <laughs> taking care of it mm-hmm. he's already, it's already he finished that at the cross of Calvary and that's he right. promised me that whatever I, I ask according to his will yep. he so it's it's already taken care of mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. some people think you're kind of you know rattling the brain when you talk that mm-hmm. way and you but that's just what the word says yeah. So you stand on it. That's really good. I think, you know, the resting piece is what stuck, yeah. stood out to me when you said that. I, I think we're in a time and in a society that resting is 
considered either lazy or a bad word. Like the like the concept of resting in, in God is foreign, right, to some yeah. people because yeah. they want to. They think that there has we to be something do. done. We have we to gotta do, do something. something. Yeah. We're busy. God has done it, so I got to do it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he don't need your help. <laughs> no. uh, he, he he didn't answer that. Yeah. You wasted your breath. Now you're wasting your time and your energy yes. because yes. God said I've already taken care of that. Yeah. 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 So um, you also mentioned um, speaking in tongues, and I know that. Um, in it, there are many different, I think, perspectives and views on praying in tongues and speaking in tongues or praying in the spirit. And can you just share with our listeners, um, one, what is praying in tongues or speaking in tongues? And then two, what's the relationship with tongues in prayer? Either one of either, that <laughs> the Bible says that we should um, build up our faith mm-hmm. uh, in our most holy faith, uh, praying in the spirit and mm-hmm. praying in the spirit. In my perspective, is primarily when you allow the Holy Spirit to speak through you, mm-hmm. because oftentimes in prayer, we don't know what to yeah. say. We, mm-hmm. we, we get to an end of our words mm-hmm. and my understanding is limited, mm-hmm. but the spirit of God is unlimited. Mm-hmm. He's omniscient. Yeah, he knows all things. Yes. So praying in the spirit is that moment when I shift from my own understanding and I allow the spirit of God to pray through me. Knowing even though my natural mind, I don't I don't know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. but in the spirit, the spirit of God is praying the will of God. And a lot there it's it's a lot of people have mystified and they've they've said whole denominations by it. But that's a powerful, powerful tool um, Mm -hmm. for the body of Christ to use in in a proper way. And it it can it can take your prayer life to another level. Mm -hmm. It really, really can. You're talking about resting and that's what you're doing when you're praying in the spirit. You are resting Mm -hmm. in God and trusting him because you don't know. You know, when we have problems, uh, uh, oftentimes we don't even know the question. You know, we're like, we, we don't even <laughs> we know what to God. We don't know what's going right. on. We just don't right. know. Right. And so we're, we're seeking for answers from him, but we don't know the questions to ask him. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, okay, I, I got this. You know, you just let me, let me speak through you. Mm-hmm. And we get out of the way and allow the Holy Spirit to talk to him on our behalf. Mm-hmm. And he goes to the father and saying, this is what they need. This is what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we're so traumatized by situations in mm-hmm. life and stuff that we, we just, we lose it. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. out of it. Yeah. And so yeah. we just step back and say, okay, Holy Spirit, you speak through me. You talk to the mm-hmm. father on my behalf. I remember having a, a member and I just having several times, but I remember in particular years ago when she was going through something on her job and she was so distraught into her she finally gets to the office leave her work i didn't know she was coming so she leaves her job and comes to the office just hysterical mm-hmm. hysterical mm. now, i know she couldn't have been praying mm-hmm. she was so hysterical and emotional yep she needed the holy spirit to speak to god on her behalf because mm-hmm. i couldn't even understand what she was trying to say to me as she was trying <laughs> to you know let me know what had happened and mm-hmm. what was going on mm-hmm. she, you know and so that's the way we are sometime and again he gives us the holy spirit yeah for, for situations just like that. Yeah, it, it calms our spirit and allows yep. the peace of God that the Lord promises that mm-hmm. he'd give us. Mm-hmm. Don't be worried about anything, but yep. pray about everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then yep. the peace of God comes. Yep. But like you say, lady, we've got to calm ourselves enough to allow the Holy yep. Spirit to bring that peace and that calm. Yeah, there's a the, a peace that comes with that um, that surrender. I mean, when you really yes. let it yeah. go and, the Holy Spirit and is let God, God have peace. it, right? He's, he's, Comforter, he's a God of peace. Yeah. 
you know, I know a lot of churches and denominations again have misused every gift that God has yes. given us. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there are a lot of them that still doubtful and don't believe in the power of God and the presence of the Holy spirit to flow through you and all that. And I don't argue with people in that nope. regard. I just know what the word of God says. And mm-hmm. if it says it, mm-hmm. that's all I go by. Mm-hmm. And so I don't spend my time contending with them. Like, well, that's not the devil and that's not of God. And you know, mm-hmm. okay, praise God. That, that's why you weak. And that's why you defeat it yep. mm-hmm. because you don't believe in the power that comes along with the, yeah. Spirit of God. So. Yeah. You you mentioned in your in um, one of your experiences um, with the hysterical woman. Um, you know that you she probably she wasn't praying because she was hysterical. Yeah. And, um, one of the things that you know I've heard with people is um, a request like, "Will you pray for me?" And they're not praying for mm-hmm. themselves. And so for for those folks who don't know how to pray for themselves, like what what encouragement do you have or um, kind of guidelines do you have for how they can pray for themselves well number one it's like we said they would just let the holy spirit pray through them mm-hmm. you know those who trust and believe in the power of the holy spirit that's that's your number one you know arsenal mm-hmm. that he gives mm-hmm. you the holy spirit to go you before have it. you you're equipped with yeah, it yeah don't about the battle but prayer also it, you must have at least a minute understanding of the word of God yes. okay. to be able to effectively petition God mm-hmm. uh, you know now again children don't really understand much of anything mm-hmm. but they can freely come to their parents and say water you know whatever ask mm-hmm. us of things just naturally God puts that in him so I believe that naturally innately as well spiritually God puts in us as babes in Christ mm-hmm. to be able to the simplest of, pr- of prayer you mm-hmm. know the, you know Lord help like mm-hmm. the disciples did Lord yes. save me right. you know the simplest of prayer can come out of your mouth right. but as we begin to get in his word and learn more of his character his nature and learn more of his promises uh, we can begin to pray more effectively for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So when I have people who tell me I don't know how to pray, that shows me their spiritual level of maturity mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. I remember a guy who had served as a deacon in his former church for, he said he was a deacon for about 10 years, mm-hmm. and um, he was going through new members classes. And so I said, would you like to open up prayer this morning? And he just panicked. <laughs> and, you know, he just panicked. And so then he said, well, I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't really know how to pray. Mm-hmm. I said, but, but you're deacon. you were a deacon. Yeah. You, you, you were in the office of a deacon. Mm-hmm. And a deacon. Yeah. Well, but I, I, I don't know how to pray. Mm-hmm. And I've encountered that situational type of scenario on numerous occasions. Hmm. Where people who are supposed to be mature in God, mm-hmm. been in the faith for a while, or been in offices of leadership in mm-hmm. the church, and really don't know how to pray. Mm. And that's, that's a sad scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I agree with that lady said. Prayer, prayer, your prayer life is developed in the dark places. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Prayer is developed better in the closet, in the dark. It's not one of those ministries where it's out front like a singer or musician. It's developed in those quiet times, and a lot of times the, the stressful times and the trials, that's when it shines the most. But it's it's got to be developed to a point mm-hmm. where no matter what the situation is, we can go to the word of God. And I so agree with what you say, lady. I say the word of God is the will of God. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes when you don't know what to pray, what Mm -hmm. the answer is, go to the word Mm -hmm. and you can go to the word and just, I I have literally had times where I did not know what to pray. Mm -hmm. And I'm the leader of intercessory prayer. I didn't know what to pray. I didn't know what the question, like you said, but I would go to the word of God and I just read the word of God and I would, Turn the word of God into a prayer. prayer. A mm-hmm. lot of the Psalms, Absolutely. David prayed. I would just yep. go to the Psalms and where it said, David, I would put Pat. 
<laughs> I put my yep. name there. I, know, that's yep. right. I personalized yeah. it and yep. prayed that, and the peace of God and the release of God, and God worked it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But like children, again, you don't want your child to continue to babble to you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You want to them to learn how to learn speak clearly mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. effectively, and tell me what you're saying. Exactly. No, say that again. That's mm-hmm. not right. You know. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with God. He doesn't want us to have a relationship with Him. We're born again. We're His children. Now you're been in the faith 5, 10, 15 years mm-hmm. and you're still babbling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, no, God said you That's need to gross. mature. You mm-hmm. need to learn how to read my word. Mm-hmm. You need to get it in your spirit because again, it is his will. He, you pray according to his will, but if you don't know what his will is, it's in the word. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's mm-hmm. written throughout his word. Yep. And so you have to learn and take accountability for yourself. Don't trust. Well, I can always run to the church and they'll pray for me. I <laughs> uh, no. Mm-hmm. Don't wait on the priest to get to your hospital bed. You better know how to effectively pray yes. to God for yourself. And I think the the that part about being able to insert your name into into the scripture mm-hmm. and 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 use that as a guide. Yep. So mm-hmm. one of the best gifts that I got from someone was a personalized it was just a personalized book of um, prayer it wasn't prayers it was it was Bible verses but for specific topics mm-hmm. but it was personalized for me mm-hmm. so you know where the Bible talked about um, certain certain elements about being healed or being mm-hmm. whole mm-hmm. or love right mm-hmm. and, and it said Tiffany Tiffany is patient Tiffany is kind mm-hmm. Tiffany doesn't keep track of wrong and I said oh wait a second okay I'm not yet Lord but I'm but now I know yeah. how to strive and how to pray and so it was very encouraging I think just to help me grow yeah. in my prayer yeah. life when as you well. pray his word that's where the assurance come to know I got through to God yes mm-hmm. Because you prayed according to his will, according to his word. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when you insert your name in that God and you remind God of what he said, God, mm-hmm. you said, no weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. Yes. So though the enemy has come in and eat of my flesh, God, you said mm-hmm. they will stumble and fall. Mm-hmm. No, they're falling all around mm-hmm. me. They're dying all over. God, you mm-hmm. said it wouldn't come near me. Mm-hmm. And so, Father, keep the enemy at bay. Yes. And so you know that word. You use that. You incorporate yeah. it in your prayer. Mm-hmm. And then you walk away with assurance that. Mm-hmm. That confidence yeah. that, that that's what's going to happen. It's yeah. Yeah. I heard, it's I heard Bishop say one time. Uh, God's not responsible for bringing my word to pass. Mm-hmm. He's responsible Ooh, to bring his word, his word to pass. That is good. So Amen. when I pray his word, then, I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Demons got to tremble at yes. word. At his yeah, word. At the word. Yeah. Because yeah. so, yeah. it, it won't return so, void. I it's not that. as mysterious like Sister Pat was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. It's not so nebulous and, oh, my God, ooh, ooh, prayer. No. How many people run to be an intercessor in the churches? No. Yeah, let's, okay, let's talk. Yes, no. can we talk about, inter- like, <laughs> what is being an intercessor? We talk about this in my, in my house all the time, and we, we kind of joke with my god sister about it because she's definitely called to intercede. But what is an intercessor? And the, the definition of intercessor is one who prays for another. Mm-hmm. And I like to say it's a person that will pray for you. If you can't pray, won't pray, or don't know how to pray. Okay. But an intercessor literally is one that will go to God on the behalf of someone else's concern and stand in the gap for that person's need, whatever, before God. Okay. And then how does one know that they're called to do that? Well, one of the things uh, we do in this ministry, and I'm so thankful for for. Uh, this ministry, the Potter's House, Bishop and Lady has modeled prayer for Mm -hmm. us for all the years I've been in this ministry. Prayer is a priority in this ministry, and I thank God for it. But one of the things when someone's interested um, in intercessory prayer, I usually question them, what's your prayer life like? What's your burden for prayer? Uh, Things like, do you find yourself praying for others more than yourself? Mm -hmm. 
do you get that that nudge and you know at one o'clock in the morning to get up and someone's on your heart do God burden you for those things usually where your passion is mm-hmm. that that tells mm-hmm. you where your gift is okay your yeah. call is. Okay. Where your call um, is. I, I can tell you how effective and how important and how critical it is. When we first started this ministry, we hired a full-time intercessor to pray on our behalf. Wow. And he was there, started right when you did, Maurice, didn't you? <laughs> Ella, Ella Tyrone Thompson. And he did nothing but cover us in prayer. We were youthful in ministry. We didn't, we had never you know, started a ministry and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So we're like, you know, we need prayer. We need somebody covering mm-hmm. us and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Help yeah. us make major mistakes and all mm-hmm. this. And mm-hmm. his role was to pray on our behalf and to pray for us and pray for that ministry and keep it covered. Wow. And yeah. he literally did that as his job that is for wisdom. two mm-hmm. years, maybe about mm-hmm. two years to help get that foundation laid in this ministry. So intercessors are extremely, extremely important. So many people know Bishop McLaughlin. They mm-hmm. know us. Mm-hmm. But how many of them know Tyrone Thompson? Mm. Right. That mm-hmm. was the intercessor that stood in the gap right. on the behalf of this ministry. So it's very important. They, they play a very strategic role. It's a powerful role, a powerful gift that God has given people. Like I said, it's not for many because mm-hmm. it, nope. it takes work. Mm-hmm. It's hard work. It's not always you, convenient. Oh, nope. you're going to get attacked yourself because yes. You're, yes. you're standing in the gap for others. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, and so, yeah, you will physically sometimes take on their infirmities. Mm-hmm. Yep. As mm-hmm. you're praying for them. And mm-hmm. so it's a really, really um, role that's reserved for the the, the strong and the mm-hmm. those who are, who are sure of their calling God. They're built and graced for yeah. it. They really, really yeah. are. I'm very, very thankful for the intercessory prayer team, by Amen. the way. Just, yes. Again, Amen. I've, yes. I've seen I've seen intercessors and it is it's wake up in in the middle of the night yeah, or, or, yes. or someone will fall on your heart just to give them a call yeah. and that will open up the situation and give you an opportunity to minister to people and yes. um, to pour out and pour out. And so, um, yes. yes, if you are called to be an intercessor, yeah. God bless you and yes. keep you yeah. and you're graceful. Just know yeah. that you're graceful. I think that's the, yeah. the encouragement. Yeah. Well, good. Well, listen, yeah. we are almost at our time. Wasn't that fast? Oh, wow. <laughs> Before we close out, right? And so um, this has been a really, really great conversation on prayer. Um, is there anything that you would like to leave our listeners with as we close? Minister Pat? Uh, during this time of um, the, the, the pandemic and what we're going through, you know, I've heard the phrase social distancing all the time. But I, I, I just want to make this point that you can be socially distant but you don't have to be spiritually distant. Mm -hmm. And prayer is that thing that stops us from being spiritually distanced. There's there's no time and space in the spirit. Mm -hmm. So prayer can connect you whether you're six feet apart or 6,000 miles away. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just like that concept of even though we distance socially, we're mm-hmm. not distant in the spirit. Stay connected in the spirit. Connected in the spirit. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, and that's so true. Yeah. During this time, I, that, that term just does something to me when I hear it. It's like, mm-hmm. social distancing. What the devil is that? But anyway, <laughs> no such thing. that connection with God. Once mm-hmm. you're connected with him, you are connected with yes. him. Yes. But I would say uh, one of the, the critical things, again, in prayer is that learn to hear him. Mm-hmm. Stop doing all the talking and learn to hear him. That's good. And and that goes along with having to know his word, because if you don't know his word, the devil will speak to you in answering that prayer. Mm-hmm. So many times we think it's God has answered my prayer mm-hmm. and it's not him. The devil has said, this is what you need. Yeah, he's the one. Go ahead and marry him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, don't do that. You know, you don't need to do that. It's not right. Yeah. You've got to have and develop a, a keen sense of hearing the voice of God. Uh, 
So that's that's critical. That's a good one. Yeah, I think that would be a really good topic for another discussion because I I know that's a question that a lot of people have. Like, how yeah, do how I know, do I know that when I'm he's hearing? You know, I'm hearing praying from and God. Praying and praying, but how mm-hmm. do I know he's spoken? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's great. That's we can we can follow up with that. So good. I love that. Well, thank yep. you, Minister Pat. We appreciate you. Thank you for having me, lady. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank I appreciate praying. it. Yes. Standing in the gap. So listen. Please share this podcast with a friend or a loved one and know that we are on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes. Um, And until the next episode, we pray that something was said that blessed you and moves you to action. If you'd like more information, please check us out on tphim.org or you can email us at info at tphim.org. I'm Tiffany Patrick and that's it. Bye. Bye.